to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Ezra Dodson. And today, Ezra. Yeah? This is a good one. I'm excited for this one. This episode is called Changes, and we're going to discuss changes. Yeah. We're going to discuss, like there's always changes going on, like you're uh, you're born, and then you you grow up, (laughs) and then you stop wearing diapers. And then uh, you get older and you, you start to lose your hair. And you start to get gray hair. Yep. I'm wearing Invisalign. Not you are. Right, not right now. But no. I took it out to record. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to change uh, a space in the bottom of my, uh, my teeth, my lower jaw. This podcast is in honor of my dad's Invisalign. <laughs> it's not. Uh, so, uh, so you have gone through... Many, many changes in a short span of 18 years. Yes. So we're going to talk about some, and we're going to talk about all of them. Yeah. And we've had, uh, we've had quite a summer. Yes. Because tomorrow's Monday. Today's Sunday. Tomorrow's Monday. Is tomorrow going to be five weeks or six weeks? Six weeks. Tomorrow is six weeks since you had what we call top surgery. Yes. Is there a, is there a technical term for it? So, yes and no. Um, if I were to explain to a doctor what procedure I had, I would call it a double mastectomy. But that particular procedure can look very different for a lot of different people. Right. Um, I also want to interrupt you and say, because when people hear that initially, mm-hmm. this, this is an elective surgery yes. that you had. Yeah. This, is not, um, this is not because you had uh, breast cancer. No. This is because you identify as being non-binary. Yes. Should we explain that first? And yeah. then, and let's do that first. Okay. There's a lot to get into. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, people just know that Ezra had an elective surgery six weeks ago, and we're going to get to that in a minute, but I'm going to go through my list. I wrote a list. You wrote a list? questions. Yeah, I do. Okay, cool. First question. First of all. Yes. You are gay. Yes. And when did you come out to us? Because I can't remember because it just mm-hmm. seems like it's been, yeah. it's just been forever. Yeah. So, uh. I came out to, I never, I never came out to you. I came out to mom. Are you coming out to me right now? Dad. Is this it? I'm gay. (gasps) Hi. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) So I never actually face to face came out to you, but I came out to mom when I was 13 years old at the end of eighth grade. I feel like these are things that, I think there's things that I think dads get a stereotype of you go to mom for certain things, even no matter how progressive your dad is no matter how uh mothering or nurturing he is i think you always go you go to mom it's just a thing what are you gonna do yeah so i i also i don't know i knew that she could just tell you things (laughs) so i was like i don't want to do this with dad it was like hard enough to do what did you think what did you think what did you think i would what, what did you think my response would be i actually thought that you generally require fewer explanations for things <laughs> you know I just like this is what's going on and you're like yeah. yeah whereas with mom I knew it had to be more of a conversation gotcha so I had that conversation with mom and then I said oh could you tell dad 
uh, and yeah, and I came out as bi, and that is actually how I still identify. But um, I've been identify like, as bisexual. Yes, but a very not straight, and I use gay loosely right. in that way. But you've had a girlfriend for three years now. Yes, and yeah. we can say her name. Her name is Mel, and I love her. And we love Mel too. And I remember when Mel first came to the house because Mel's a couple years older than you. Two, yeah. Yeah, she's thirty-three. No, and, uh, <laughs> no, two years older than you. And um, when she first came to the house, she's shy, of course. Mm-hmm. You're going to be mm-hmm. because because uh, we're kind of a loud family. Yeah. We're like in your face mm-hmm. asking questions. Yeah. Um, but now it's just like it's just Mel comes and spends weeks, months Years. At, at a time. Yeah. And uh, I love when she's there. I just feel mm-hmm. I love when I just wake up in the morning and she's in the kitchen getting herself breakfast because yeah. I know that she feels comfortable being there. Yeah. And she does. And she does. So we love Mel. So hello. Hello to Mel. Okay, so you've had a girlfriend for three years. You just celebrated a three-year yeah. anniversary. Yes. Okay, so got through the gay, got through the male. <laughs> uh, then at what age, there was an age where you wanted to change your name from your birth name of Sarah. You wanted to change to the name Ezra. Yeah. And you don't rush into these things. These are no. things, I feel that you, um, you really think about something for a long time mm-hmm. before yeah. you act or come to us. With, uh, with what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. So I'd already uh, come out to you and said, like, hey, um, I'm not a girl. I identify as non-binary. Um, and I, I also will uh, use the word transgender for myself. So um, the, and so the pronouns you prefer are they, them. Yes, yeah. Uh, my pronouns are he, she. No. No, not mm-hmm. at all. Not he, he, nope. he, him. Yes. <laughs> You're they, them, and we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah. okay, so... So, uh, anyway, what I was saying is I'd already been, uh, I came, so I came, I've come out to you twice and I'd already been out to you, uh, as non-binary for, I think like a year, mm-hmm. uh, when I decided to change my name, I wasn't sure if I wanted to at yeah. first. Uh, and what is non- non-binary for the lay person? Yeah. Um, this, this, our explanations of things have been a bit all over the place, yes. but, um, yeah. So let's talk about that. So, uh, I just use that to mean that. Uh, I don't identify as a man. I don't identify as a woman. Um, I'm just somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way I can explain that. Now, I always, uh, I always not make fun of it, but I always joke that, oh, I think I'm non-binary too because I don't like sports. I'd rather make brownies. But you yeah. told me that's not the same thing. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, g- gender's complicated. Gender is complicated. Uh, but... Yeah, beyond anything that I do, anything that I I am in life, it's just like I didn't enjoy uh, and was very uncomfortable moving through the world, uh, calling myself a woman and trying Mm -hmm. to fill that role. And uh, so that is why I identify the way I do. Um, And we're going to get into why some other things happened recently. Now, for for lack of a better... um Example: When when I was growing up, mm-hmm. we might have called a non-binary person, since that word or term didn't exist, to my mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah, we would maybe call them androgynous. Yeah, correct. Uh huh. And uh, I would say that word's now more used to describe uh, gender expression. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would just be like uh, gender expression is just like the way that you communicate things about your gender and yourself to the world. So. Gotcha. Uh, you do that by wearing cargo pants, mm-hmm. cargo shorts, uh, and 
Um, that's I, just, I'm just lazy. Yeah. And that's, I, <laughs> I'm just lazy. That's why I throw yeah, the cargo short, shorts you know, on every day. I, yeah. I, you, you know, we both have short hair. That's something that we mm-hmm. like and it's something that will make people infer certain things about us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When so, you, when you and I go out, you know, uh, many times people uh, who wait on us would go, what do you fellas heaven? Yeah. What's up guys. Uh-huh. Um, but you, you're fine with that. Yeah. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so now androgyny is more so used to describe that uh, uh, gender expression rather than uh, identity. So I'm an androgynous person, but that's uh, separate from the fact that I'm non-binary. Uh, Which is how you feel inside. Yeah, not all non-binary people are androgynous, and not all people who are androgynous are non-binary. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, so where? what was our next thing? Non-binary, you explained it. You just explained it. Yeah. So... You came out then as non-binary. Yes. And then oh, we were talking about your name change. Yes. You wanted something that was more gender fluid, mm-hmm. which could be a name for, again, this sounds like a joke, but Pat yeah. is a gender fluid name. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. I mean, there's even, there's, there's even a, a famous Saturday Night Live character, Pat, and the whole, the whole thing of the sketches, people don't know if yeah. Pat is a man or a woman. Yeah, your whole name is, is fairly androgynous. Yeah. Francis. So yeah, that's true. So you chose. Um, so you chose Ezra. Yes. And then, and we were, we were. You came out. You told mommy that first too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't the, actually. Really? I did not. Um, I went by that name with close close friends while I was trying it out. Okay. And I was over at a friend's house for the first time. They. Uh, introduced me to their mom Mm -hmm. as Ezra okay and then you were insistent on meeting this parent and when you did she said you're Ezra's dad and then you asked me about it later and I was in the car with other friends that I was like we're not talking about this we're not but you brought it up a second time and I was like okay here's the deal and I wasn't really ready to right tell you at that point and it, it was a little while before I started officially using yeah. Ezra after I told you that, but and, that's how you found yeah, and it. And it's not like the mom said, oh, you're a cocaine addict's dad. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, I think that, I think this happens a lot with your friends. They are, they're not telling their parents, or maybe telling them a lot of stuff about gender. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're, maybe because their parents aren't supportive. Yeah. Or they don't feel that they are. Maybe their parents would be supportive, but they don't know yet. And it's yeah. a, it's a scary thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's how we found out about Ezra. And then, and then um, we were fine with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd brought, I had told mom before, hey, I might change my name. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of the only place that conversation ever went. And then for months, you were Cesra. Because yeah, we were trying we, very hard. We would, we would you know first name that would come out of our mouth would not be Ezra. Yeah. And then we would correct ourselves halfway through and then. Now your sister, Rita, she's on it. She does it. very well, yeah. She's on it with everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kids these days are just, the kids these days, they're just, they, this, it's just a thing. It's just, they yeah. don't have to, their brain doesn't have to relearn things. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is, and that's what we want yeah. as a, in society. We want this to just be. Yeah. The, the new normal. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so what's my next thing? So pronouns. Yes. You use the they, them. We said that. Yeah. This is difficult. 
we, but we try very, very hard. Yes. Because uh, they, them indicates uh, more than one singular person. Yeah. And, um, and when I look at you as an entity, you're just, you're just one. Yeah. You and know what I mean? I should also say, like, this is a very, this is just because we're doing all of this with, with a very, like, 101, like, intro. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That's what we're doing. I am one person. For the record, I am one person. Yes. I don't feel that I'm any more than one person. Right. I'm one singular human being. Yeah. Um, you probably use they, them pronouns for singular people all the time without realizing mm-hmm. it. Everyone does. Um, it gets a bit harder when you start to do it intentionally for one person. Yeah. Uh, but I prefer they pronouns because uh, they've become actually the, pretty much the most accessible um, uh, gender neutral Right. that there is and you don't want you don't want you don't want to be pinned down to a she or a he so th- no. that's why yes we do the they them pronouns yeah okay cool and i'm and we, i work very hard on this one yes this is a difficult one but i and i correcting myself a lot but i really and we even had uh, uh rena and i have had uh like an old time comedy routines many times yeah. I'll say, where's, where's Ezra? And Rita will go, they went to the mall. And I'll say, oh, who did, who, who did Ezra go with? And, and then Rita will say, they went to the mall. I'm like, I heard you, but what are... <laughs> and so, and then she'll just be like, then she'll go end up... But who's on first? Yes, that's exactly what it is. And then she'll be like, dad. And I'll be like, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay, now I get it. Yeah, and there is, there is that language mm-hmm. barrier with it. Um, but those kind of language mix-ups can happen now, at when, any point. Now, when I talk to friends about you, I don't always use the they, them. Yeah. I will, I will use the, the she, her because it's, it's simpler. It's sometimes it's not, I'm not embarrassed by it, but I just don't feel like getting into it. Like with my yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. How's Ezra? And I and I wouldn't want like with your parents. Like I I wouldn't want to have to have that conversation. No, Nana time. and Pap, they're eighty two. They're so old. They're so, they're not gonna. Catholic. It's just because it's so. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult. Um. So. Yeah, and they've and you mm-hmm. what you have done is I know that you did make it very clear that you to all the extended family that like, you know, if you're gonna send me a card for any occasion to say Ezra Ezra. and they're good with that they are they don't make they don't even make the mistake on the phone they'll go how's Ezra I'm 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 pretty amazed I'm pretty pleased that they were on to that and um what else was I going to say but yeah but uh recently I have been saying like uh oh they're they're out with Mel and Nana will say who's out with Mel and I'll just say Ezra is and she'll go oh okay and so it's not yeah kind of maybe like subconsciously trying to yes. uh, drill it into her brain. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're coming to, we are going to play music. How long have we been talking? 17 we minutes. Are, yeah, this is a music podcast. We, this is a music podcast. Music. Well, really good we, music. we play, we taught, you want to play a couple songs and then we'll get into the top surgery? Uh, or do you feel like we should go right into it? I feel like we it? should, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we've kept people waiting long enough because we started the podcast with it, then backtracked. Yeah, so we should just do it. Yeah, let's just do it. But we, know that we will play. Like, we will this play is, music. This is a special podcast, but we we will be. Well, playing this music. this is it's uh, people who listen to this podcast know that we've talked for seventeen, yeah. eighteen, twenty five minutes without uh, getting to music, and yeah. it, and and it hasn't been anything um, 
relevatory or as important as I think what we're talking about today. So Mm -hmm. all good. Yeah. Okay. So top surgery. Yes. So, uh, I mentioned at the top of this podcast that I had a double mastectomy. Right. Um, and which isn't, but again, when people think of that, it thinks we think of cancer Yeah. and because they're, they're scooping out cancerous tissue, correct? Uh, sometimes, uh, things like that can just be preventative. Right. If you remove, if you have a gene for breast cancer and mm-hmm. you remove all the breast tissue, you will not get breast cancer right. is basically the thinking and that does work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is not why I did this and that's, and, uh, I did this because I am transgender as we've mentioned. Yes. Uh, and that's why most trans people call this top surgery. Um, and because you, um, your chest now looks like, uh, like, uh, uh, a boy's chest. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like, cause you've, we've seen people, um, I'll just, for example, use, um, Tignataro yeah. because on her special, her comedy special, she takes her shirt off Yeah, and, and it, it mm-hmm. it's not like that at yeah. all. Yeah. And like, you and mom asked if that's what I would look like. And I yeah, said, because no. I, I'm, I'm curious yeah, and that's so. what I, we, we always want to know. Yeah. So this surgery is partially, uh, reconstructive. Um, yeah. it essentially gives me the appearance of a quote unquote masculine, um, or a male, chest as right. opposed to um yeah as yeah. opposed to being uh as opposed to removing all of the breast tissue right mm-hmm. so um, um so that's what it was and yeah. this was uh how long did you think about this uh several years several years um probably yeah i mean i didn't know that this was an option mm-hmm. for me for a while yeah. so like had i known i might have considered it sooner or thought about it sooner, but yeah. I, I didn't know. Um, I think it's good that you waited till you're 18. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, that was kind of always, I think my plan. And I honestly thought that I would be waiting longer. Just mm-hmm. some things fell in place that allowed me to do this right now. Right. Uh, but easily, uh, two and a half, three years was the time I spent knowing that this was for sure something I wanted. And people need to know that you were, you were wearing a, a you would always wear a binder yeah i would yeah pretty much always i was wearing a binder which is a compression garment that which uh, can't be real good for you doesn't and it can't be comfortable there are ways uh to bind very safely so uh binder is a compression garment that essentially uh gives me the appearance of a flat chest and i wore that uh a lot most days for you know that those three years um and while there you can bind very safely and healthily and i don't want anyone to come away with this thinking that that is a, a terrible thing. No. Um, for me, it wasn't sustainable. Uh, at three years of that, I started having back pain and I just knew that it wasn't going to be something that I could do forever or right. that I wanted to do forever. Right. Yeah. All right. So, um, I guess we've covered top surgery. I was the last line of defense on top surgery. Also, you told uh, Rita first, correct? I think I did. I think I mentioned it to her first. And what, what, does, what was her reaction? Because again, she's four years younger, but yes. she, she's... So Rita's almost 15. Almost 15. Almost You're 19. almost 19. Yeah. Both October kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, there, uh, there's actually a show that both Rita and I watch um, called uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's an adaptation of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. That's uh, a little bit more adult. It's on Netflix. Um, and it's very much just trashy teen TV that we both like, but there is actually a character on it um, who is trans and who's played by a non-binary person who's had top surgery. Okay. So part of how I broached that topic with Rita was talking about 
Um, I believe their name's Lachlan, Lachlan Watson. Okay. I believe I'm getting that right. Um, and uh, I just mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, like if you follow them on Instagram, you'll see that they've had this procedure. So just relating it to a public figure that we both knew, basically. Cool. So Rita knew first, then Mommy. Yeah. And then, and then why, why again, why am I last? <laughs> why am I out of the loop? I mean, I had brought it up to mom. Um, it, I did it the same way I did the name thing where I was like, hey, just so you know, one day I might do this. And uh, I, and because I'd already like planted that in her head, um, there came a point where I was basically like, and she, she was really hesitant about it. And mm-hmm. I don't say that uh, as any judgment of mom's character, mm-hmm. I basically said I wanted to have elective surgery at 17 years old. That's a lot. Yeah. And I'll acknowledge that. But when I was 18 and figured out I could do it, I basically called her up and was like, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and you can be around for it or not, but I'm going to do it. And that's kind of the, cho- the choice I, I gave her. And, right. and obviously you two said yes. Yes. But, um, I think cause it was about like anatomy and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I knew that um, mom would be able to explain it in a way that was more accessible to you, whereas I feel like um, I'm not as good at gauging what your comfort level is with some of this stuff. And, and well, what is my comfort level with it now? Uh, pretty comfortable. Yeah. 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 I'm fine. It, but yeah, you were the longest. You were the person who took the longest to want to like see what I looked like. Well, yes, because I, know I had you, surgery. It looked kind of gross. Yeah, it looks kind of gross. So, um, but yeah, I remember I was in the bedroom watching TV and mommy comes in and she's like, uh, mom didn't want to have this conversation. We have, have, we have to have a, have to talk to you about something. I'm like, Oh boy. When that's, you don't know what that's going to be. No, when anyone says worst. we need to talk, you're like, Oh, what is this going to be about? But, um, I was, uh, it only took me, I didn't have any negative, um, reaction to it. Or I just, just, I just thought for a second, like, okay, hmm, all right. I just, I feel that um, you need to be who you need to be. And And so. mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know it was like a, it's like a hard thing to conceptually wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. I would in most situations rather do pretty much anything else than be in a hospital in a doctor's office. No one wants that. God, it's the worst um, and you know how like nervous I get and how unhappy I am, yeah. whatever I have to go in. And as a parent, it's a, it's a procedure. Yeah. Right? No one likes procedures, whether you were having your tonsils out or yeah. your wisdom teeth or whatever it is, it's your child and mm-hmm. you're, and you're going to worry about them. Yeah. So, so this was just yeah, but a bigger deal. I do know that when I came out of it, you and mom pretty quickly got that. Like I did feel a lot happier. You were beaming. You were not that you were not happy, but you were just so much more happy. And I mean, yeah, the drugs didn't hurt, but uh. well, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I tapped into some of that too. No, no, um, but yeah, any parent listening out there that might have the same uh situation going on in your home, it's uh, it was uh, it, that was uplifting, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. That um just how happy you are yeah and right before i actually had surgery you did reconnect with an old friend who had a son who's who has had this procedure yes i did yes i did and he and he informed me that it would be a piece of cake and that the um recovery time is very quick and uh 
not to worry at all. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, my roommate from uh, my roommate from Chicago, who Mike yeah. Siegel and I roomed with for. Uh, yeah, I didn't know how many year. details you wanted to give. So I well, I'm not giving names because yeah. that's not my. Uh, yeah, no, that's but not what yeah. I'll do. But, uh, but yeah, all right, we got more. We're okay. gonna. We're oh, gonna can I can I add one thing? Can sure. I add one thing that I just want to put out as like a footnote to this. Sure. So, uh, final question. Final question that I'm inserting mm. into this now is uh so i've said that i don't identify as male or female but i just said that i had a procedure to make my chest look more male and right. i want to clarify part this isn't something that all non-binary people uh all non-binary people who are assigned female at birth want to do right uh but for me personally this is uh the only kind of physical transition thing that i want to do right now mm. um and with the way that my gender is I just felt more comfortable being a person who had a more masculine chest. But right. It that doesn't actually correlate to anything about like my gender. That's it's, all. I it's also to want, it's also need over want. I think like you needed yes. to do it. You needed to do very it very much. You had yeah. to. I can't imagine walking around and not mm -hmm. being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And to just even if it's um, I mean if I'm going to put it at a more base level. You know, someone might want to get a nose job. Someone might want to do, yeah. you know what I mean? It's all those yeah. different things. It's um, to make you feel better yeah. in your own skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's my only little footnote to this. All right. Let's play some music. Time for music. Time for some music. You brought, now I brought songs today that have the word change or a variation of the word change in the title. These yes. songs don't necessarily lyrically have anything to do with the changes that you have gone through. Yeah. And you brought, and tell people the songs you brought. What did you do? Okay, so I, uh, you know, I, I thought about picking songs about gender, about transition, about change, and then I just ended up being like, you know what, I just want to pick songs, whether they're about gender identity mm -hmm. or not. All the songs that I've picked here uh, are part, partially or entirely uh, produced by trans people so these are all trans musicians trans musicians yes do you remember your list yeah i actually i have it um on my phone okay i have my list of songs I'm do you want me to start or I'll, are you starting no i'll let you go first you're the okay. guest and then um you can you can call that out in any order you want but i have them in the order that you gave them to yes me, so. cool awesome okay um so what's first yeah hmm what is first i didn't know i was starting yeah uh, I can start if you want me to, and you can keep thinking. No, it's all good. All right. Um, okay, let's start with See Me by Mel Blum. And this is from their new album, Pity Boy. Yep. Just came out, I don't know, two weeks ago maybe? Yeah. From today? Okay, this song yeah. is called, this is Mel Blum. This is a great album. Yes. And this song is called See Me. But I get up. I've been here so long Feels like nothing anymore I'll think of you Don't brush me up Both got bruises on our knees Don't waste your worries, not on me I don't be alone No, it helps to play See me, why can't they see me? Why can't they 
they see me walking, they see me walking, they see me walking, they see me walking, they see when I'm right here. And remember, you can tell me when you want me to yeah. uh, fade it down. Yeah, that was good. All right, Mal Bloom, see me. That's a great. That's a great song. That's a great album. I, re- I highly recommend it. I wrote a review for it yeah. on Pop Culture Beast, and uh, you should get it. Yeah, I've played Mal Bloom a lot on the show. Uh, I like yeah. them very much, and they are also non-binary, just like me. There you go. Yep. Uh, also had top surgery. Yeah, they did. They did um, a, like a year ago, um, and that was really cool. Yep. And you've you've met them. I have. Yes. Cool. They're dope. Okay, I'm going to play a song by Joan Jett from the album called Sinner from 2006. I don't play enough Joan Jett on the show, but this song is Change the World. I think you're going to like this song. What do you think of that? Yeah, I like it. You like it? Yeah. All right, good. I never know what you'll like. <laughs> I tried though. I think yeah. you'll like. I think you'll like some of the songs yeah. I picked. I've tried to pick stuff that sometimes on other episodes I pick stuff that I think you will, you and uh, by extension some of your listeners will not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this show, I really want to uh, pick stuff that I th- I wanted to pick stuff that I thought you would like, and also stuff that maybe your listeners can get into. Listen to more music by trans no, people. You can't. You can't really uh, pigeonhole all the listeners though, because they yeah, don't. No, they I don't. don't they don't. They don't all like what I like. They That's definitely right. have yeah. eclectic musical tastes yeah. and like stuff all mm-hmm. over the board. Where that so. judgment comes from is, I think, if you're going to listen to a podcast from a guy who plays music and you hate all of his music, you might not <laughs> listen to that podcast. So I'm but saying you, that. But I I try to play a lot of different yeah. stuff. I play a lot of the same artists, that's yeah. for sure. Well, if they like some of the stuff that you play on here. We I've also call tried. this a comedy music podcast because yes. we try to be entertaining no matter mm-hmm. what song we're playing. Yeah, so. And today, informative. Yes. Informative. Uh, the, the procedure itself. Yeah. Uh, again, six weeks ago tomorrow. Yes. And Mel came out to help. Yeah. Yeah, uh, with the, the post-surgery, uh, mommy came up with a plan that Mel handled Mel handled the meds. Yes. Mommy handled the food, mm-hmm. making the food, keeping everyone eating and drinking. And then I had the wonderful task oh, no. <laughs> of stripping and emptying your drains. I had post-surgical drains. Because when you have any type of a... Uh, uh, what do I want to say? A, a, a reconstructive or a type of a surgery. Yeah. You, you do have these. You have these drains, and yeah. they're like tubes that come out of where your incisions are. Yes. And then they hang down. They have to hang lower than the incision. Yep. And then they have like a, a rubber ball that fills up with I don't know. 
uh, you're, I kept calling it my goo. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's blood and <laughs> blood gross and stuff. gross stuff. And then it, it'll get, it'll get, it'll, some of it won't drain the whole way down into the bulb. So I would have Everyone to. Everyone stopped listening by this. That's interesting this kind of and gross. Yeah. And so I would have to strip. Yeah. I have to wash my hands very well. It's, yeah. it's quite a procedure. Right. I was dreading the first time because it's just like. It was very bad. Cause, and, uh, cause, uh, yeah, because yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tug, you know, it, it's just, it was, uh, it was and then after like, after yeah. the first time I was like, okay, I can you do this. You only, only yanked, <laughs> you only almost yanked them out of me once. It's very gentle. I was being I, very you, you gentle. You tried so hard. It was okay. I have, I do very not, gentle. I do not harbor any ill will about. Very difficult. It's very hard for yeah. both of us. Yes. Um, yeah, that was the worst part of the procedure. But the good thing is that those are gone after a week and then yes, everything just feels better. Yes. Like even if you don't physically feel better, not having mm-hmm. like tubes of your own goo coming out of you just makes you feel That would be a good name for better. a band, Tubes no, of Goo. No, I, uh, no. I was, I was amazed at how quick the recovery was. Yeah. Now you're not 100% yet because you, no, you can't you can't like recovery. raise your arms above your head. No. You can't lift Anything that's more than what five pounds? Uh, yeah, it's been up to fifteen. Mm-hmm. I might try to pick up the cat mm-hmm. later. Why don't wait another week? She's, she's fat. So. She might weigh more than fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hope she doesn't, but no. she might. Yeah. So, so yeah, I can't. You know, it's pretty standard surgery stuff. They're like no heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Like also, stop calling my cat the boy. Uh, Fila no, uses, uses she, her pronouns. Our cat uses she, her pronouns. I do not call her the boy. I call her my son. <laughs> okay. She is my son. No, no. Fila no. has no concept of gender and therefore can be my son. Oh, she has concept because she loves me the most. That doesn't mean she has a concept of gender. I mean, she's a poor judge of character. <laughs> Let's move on. What's your next song? Uh, okay. Are you a good patient or a bad patient? Um, I don't think I'm the best patient. Good. Thank, thank you for being no. on. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> no, Mel, Mel took care of me uh, before this when I had the flu. And she said herself that like I was way worse of a patient when I had the flu than when I had surgery. Oh, well, that's okay. Um, good. So I think I'm, I think I'm more of a baby. So she was, re- she was relieved. But are you a good patient or a bad patient, Dad? Because I would like to posit that I get this from someone, and it's you. I feel like I'm a very good patient. No. I feel like I am. You should see this man when he is cold. Please, can you get me soup? Please. <laughs> All I want to do is sleep when you're I'm just, sick. You're just, you act like such a baby. I'm going to knock on wood that I haven't been sick for a while. No, yeah. Right. Okay, um, let's play... Uh, let's play... True Trans Soul Rebel by Against Me. From 2014. Yes. And the album is called... What's that? I can't say it. Transgender... Dysphoria? Dysphoria Blues Blues. is the album. Yes. Okay. True Trans Soul Rebel. Rebel. Here we go. Making yourself up as you go along 
can imagine any of my listeners not enjoying that. Yeah, that's, that's a good what, tune. That's what I'm talking about. So I played Against Me For You uh, once before, and I, when I went to pick songs for this podcast, I'm kicking myself for not getting you more into them, because Against Me is great, yeah. and totally a place where our tastes converge. Yeah. So uh, that band is fronted by a transgender woman named Laura Jane Grace. Um, she, the band was popular before she transitioned, mm-hmm. and she had to basically, with a certain following of uh, kind of like hardcore dudes. Yeah. And uh, she transitioned very publicly uh, during all that, but... Did they embrace her? Um, eventually, yeah. And I, I don't want to speak for everyone. I think she, I think it was a mixed bag, as is with anyone who has to transition publicly. Right. Uh, but yeah, so she's... Uh, this is off an album called Transgender Dysphoria Blues that has more... Uh, I think this is their first album that has songs that are really explicitly about being trans. And some of them are, uh, like the, uh, some of this, yeah, some of them are more, um, sad, but, uh, true trans yeah. rebel is more, um, uplifting. And by the way, if, if we wouldn't have pre labeled the bands you're playing as transgender artists, mm-hmm. uh, none of the listeners would know or, no. a, or care. No, probably. Because if you like the song, yeah. You like the song. Mm-hmm. But I do think that for, uh, because they have uh, albums like this, I do think it's it's relevant context. And, you know, she wants you to, to think about her identity. Okay. Well, that's good because yeah. uh, she's living her best life and she's writing about things that she's experiencing. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And she exists as a transgender woman in a scene that yeah. d- you don't typically associate uh, with right. women, let alone trans women. I think, you know, um, most artists who write their own lyrics are writing from their experiences. Yeah. You know, so this became very relevant, but she is uh, fun. I just, I, I also just love her as a person. So yeah. Well, the music was good and the vocals were good. Yeah, so two against me. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next artist are the Gin Blossoms. This is from their 2010 album, No Chocolate Cake. This is an excellent album, people. If you've never heard this, it's great. I think it's as good as as their first two albums. I think it's really, really awesome. And the song, of course, because it has the word change in the title, this is Don't Change For Me. And you shouldn't change for someone else. You should only change for you. You know I can't pretend It's not an accident I have become somebody else I actually thought that was a good sentiment for the uh, for the topic at hand today. Okay, I'm rapidly Googling something. What is that song called? Don't Change For Me. I either have a 
a false memory mm-hmm. or I need to do some Googling, but I swear to God, Hannah Montana did a cover of this song. Uh, maybe she, maybe she did. I don't, I don't, cause I knew it, but I knew it as a Hannah Montana song ah, maybe she and did. I'm Googling and I'm not coming up with anything. So I could have a completely false memory maybe it just sounds like a or song. like some other, so I, I, I don't know. It might fine. sound like a song that she does. I, I don't know. Anyway, it was fine. <laughs> I you, was a little distracted trying to figure that out. <laughs> uh, mommy had told me that post-surgery, you had forgot to do something that you wanted to do just as an experiment. Oh, yeah. Which was weigh yourself before surgery. Yeah. And then weigh yourself after surgery. I don't really think this would have worked anyway. Um, just, you don't think so? No, because I think that like... Uh, I would have had to like find a time and then at surgery I was like eating at odd hours so I wouldn't have gotten really accurate read but I did want to calculate how much of my body were, were was, boobs yes is that the word we're going to use yeah it's the most yep it's the nicest word is it um, well I mean breasts sound so clinical terrible all of it's um, bad yeah boobs is just stupid yeah stupid um, word so you're a boob um, yeah you're anyway. a boob so <laughs> yeah I didn't get to do that no um, now when I dropped you off at college, you are going into your, you're going into your sophomore year, but we're, summer's still here. We, we don't want you to, to leave mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> yeah. Soon we will want you to leave. No. Mm-hmm. Um, when, uh, I dropped you off at the dormitory, you, you go to Hampshire college in yes. Amherst, Massachusetts. Yes, I do. They have a non-binary floor there. They do. Which is, yeah. I mean, maybe this is at a lot of colleges. And I just I don't think know more and more every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hampshire is a particularly non-binary friendly place. Yes. Um, yeah. So ba- college dorms have always been sorted by male and female. And I basically uh, intentionally asked to be put on a, a hall that was entirely uh, non-binary identifying people. How did you find out that they even had a non-binary floor? Uh, just in, in the housing form. Uh, it was. It's front and center. You can yeah, find it, it quickly. It was just an option. Yeah. Cool. And you, um, you know, I, I've said this, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I probably have. And people ask me, uh, oh, did you miss Ezra when they were at school? And, you know, it's, you, you settled in so wonderfully. You found uh, a hardcore group of friends. Yeah. You love the school. You're not a big fan of the California weather, so you love the cold. It's so hot. It's, so it, is, it is hot. It is hot. And if you don't like this weather... And it's this hot, you really don't like it. Mm-hmm. But so uh, you like to take pictures, so you get the change of seasons there. Yeah. You, you, you like all of it. So as much as I did miss you, uh, I wasn't worried about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you, you have a job, you have friends, and you're loving school. Mm-hmm. And that makes it easy because you're very far away. You're across yeah, the yeah. country. I, we can't be there, you know, at the drop of a hat if you need us. We mm-hmm. can be you know, six hours by plane, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, but I haven't been, uh, I haven't been worried about you because, um, cause Hampshire's diverse too. Yeah. I mean, I'm hesitant to say that, mm-hmm. uh, ha- Hampshire has some, uh, problems retaining students of color that I don't want to okay. give them any credit, really any credit. For. I get it. Um, but <laughs> it has a community of, it's, ve- has a very, um, accepting community, uh, when it comes to, uh, LGBT people okay. um, because I would say actually like 
majority of Hampshire is LGBT and we actually have polls to prove that. Wow. Like, like 70% or something is what gets thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have a community of people who are working hard to make Hampshire uh, a better place and uh, more acceptable, uh, more, ex- more accessible. Racially yeah, diverse um, too. Yeah. So, is what you want. Yes. Um, Makes sense. And accessible for uh, disabled students. So we have, we have a student body who's committed to, to trying to make that happen, but I don't, think we're there yet but we are very uh diverse in the in the world of of gender and, okay. and uh, sexual i guess identity. i guess i i didn't know about the other uh the other areas that weren't no, diverse i'm just um because i'm just I'm, I'm i'm not just concerned about what's best for you but that's that's number one on my list yeah, and, is, so and, I'm, I'm not even yeah. thinking about all, other things you get all the yeah, for me, it's been a great place, and you get all the, the parent pamphlets. I'm, I'm just talking about my lived experience there. Uh, yeah. yeah. You have great friends. It's just the technicality friend. that yeah. I'll give it. Great friends. But yeah, no, but I, I do think Hampshire College is a great place, and it's certainly been the best place for me. Cool. And we're happy you're there. Yeah. So, song number three, what do you got for us? Uh, how about uh, Nightcrawler by Inako? Oh, you went, you went, you switched your list around a little bit. I did. I'm sorry. All right. The song is sorry Nightcrawler. Sorry if you, thought I, if you from, thought I was going in order. No, no, that's fine. 2017, Nightcrawler. Yeah. I was wondering if uh, oh, I, I knew you could that go. Voice way on it. That no, voice is not good. That voice is not good. I like it. Name <laughs> the artist again that we should stay away from. No, <laughs> so mean. How is it? It's, I mean, look, they're on hi- they're, they're on like an indefinite hiatus anyway. But yeah, uh, to take I, some vocal lessons. Stop. There, there are two <laughs> vocalists. So if you didn't like that, you might like the other person who sings. Uh, who's a better vocalist, this person or the other person? I just sh- <laughs> so mean. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> so mean. Um, I, <laughs> Um, I no, I prefer this person's voice. I'll oh, the honest. other person must be horrendous. No, you might actually like the other person more. This is just a personal. All right, pick. that was not as as. I uh, didn't know if you would or not. As uh, I got a resounding no. That's as, fine. As former co-host April Richardson might say, that is not my jam. No, that's fine. I really right. like Anika, but they don't really make. They all have like separate projects that they do more now. So. Okay. Nice. I know you like this next artist that I'm going to play. Who? Cheryl Crow. Cool. This is a change would do you good. Did a change do you good? Yeah. Here we go.
next topic of discussion on the same topic, but uh, veering off a little bit. Um, this year, I took you and three of your friends. I drove you down to L.A. Pride. Yeah. Which, by the way, next year, I think I'm going to go. Really? And if mommy's not working that day, maybe she'll go, too. Oh, I know she'll that go. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm embracing it. All embracing right. the pride. Nice. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Proud of all your friends. That's sweet. No, that'd be, that'd be dope. But what, what makes me sad is some of your friends, again, we're not going to name anyone's name. No. They're not getting the parental support that I feel that they no. <laughs> should be getting. Yeah. And um, that makes me, that bums me out pretty badly. Yeah. No, I, you're a really good dad and I feel, I feel very lucky. I wouldn't be able to do any of this. And for the record, this whole podcast was your idea. This was something that you wanted I did want to do this. Me and I and I said yes, but yeah. So um, I really appreciate it, and yeah, this has been a long journey, but hasn't been like necessarily a tough one. No, thank you and mom have. I I would I hope that it wasn't for you because it wasn't for it wasn't for me. Yeah, wasn't for mommy. Yeah, wasn't for Rita. There have been some things that took. Felix had a problem with it. She's she's a homophobe, Um, (laughs) but. The cat's a homophobe. Yeah. Maybe that's the new Pixar movie. No. <laughs> she, there are bite marks in my pride flag from her, to be fair. That is true. She does it's attack very, the pride flag. Very bad. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we were, um, uh, like one, one, of, one of your friends that was there said, um, I think I was, I was saying, I said, hey, you guys be, you know, before we left, I said to one, it was your one friend was there. Oh, I hope you guys have a great time. And, and I go, I'm just going to, this is just, you know, dumb dad talk. And, and this person said, um, well, this is good because I don't have any positive male yeah. influences my, in my family. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I just take a sigh. I'm like, this is so terrible. And then yeah. another one of your friends said that when they turned 18, their dad kicked them out of the house yeah. and kept their computer and all their camera equipment. Yeah, and, and told that was, them that they needed to get through this yeah. phase. It's, and th- and it's that was time they get through actually, this phase. That was actually because they started to pursue a gender transition. And um, taking and we'll uh, horm- hormones? Yeah, taking hormone therapy. Yeah, um, and, and, and this, was, this was too much yeah, for, was, for the dad. Yeah, so... And I find that it's always, it's always the dad that's the, that's the dick, <laughs> if I can use that word. Do better, men. Do better, I just don't, uh, it's really, it's really troubles me mm-hmm. because, um, <laughs> I mean, going to cut this out or no, I'm not going to cut, no. cut anything. He's out. crying. So I'm laughing at him. Um, no, I mean, don't, don't these parents know it's not, it's not a, yeah, it's not a goldfish. Okay. It's your child. Yeah. And don't they know what the, um, you know, the suicide rate is among mm-hmm. gay and transgendered kids? Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. What's What's wrong with people? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Um, also, you you drove me. Uh, you you scared me the other night when you tweeted your joke about Forky <laughs> from Toy Story Four. I was just joking. Tell what that. Say what your tweet was. <laughs> Um, it was more just like, so I don't want to spoil Toy Story 4 for your list. It's listeners. fine. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, skip <laughs> ahead 30 Toy seconds. Toy Story 4 and there's, 
He didn't mean to actually worry you or anything. Um, there's a, a character that's um, a, a spork that becomes a toy only because a girl puts googly eyes on it. Yeah, and she makes it a toy. It, they bring into it this very dark concept of what makes the toys alive, right. which, is more, which is what I was trying to make fun of, where like he doesn't want to be a toy. He just wants to go back to being trash. Yeah, he keeps like, throwing himself in the I'm trash like, can. Yeah, Toy Story 4 was great, really related to the fork that just wanted to be dead, I guess. Like that was yeah, the, but the tweet. The what, so what I read is uh, I really related to the fork that wants to be dead, and so how long did it take me to come to your room and go, hey, uh, that tweet was just a joke, right? Yeah. And you're like, yes. You just start laughing at me. Yeah, I always laugh at you. It's fine. But uh, but okay. no, but you're a good dad. You're a good dad, and you care. And there's nothing wrong with. I like. I love how much you care. It's just also my obligation to to make fun of you when you get choked up on your yeah. podcast. And, um, yeah, but I feel, I feel, uh, you know, I feel uh, responsible when we have kids at the house and I, and I just, um, I do, it really, it really, uh, it really, uh, you know, hurts me when, when their parents aren't, um, it's being uh, supportive the way I feel like they are supposed to be. Most of my friends, um, are LGBT and, you know, it's something that has become kind of like just something that is a fact of certain people's lives. Um, and I just, you know, I'm just at it from the perspective of, of being a kid and being their friend and, uh, always makes me angry, but it's also just like a, a part of a lot of LGBT people's lives. Um, and I think you, I never think about the parents. It's like such a, it's it's just something that happens so commonly, honestly. Right. Um, but you always come at it from being a parent and knowing that it's not it's not that hard. It frustrates to step me. Up. It's angry angers me. Yeah. It really does. And I so I see I see you and mom. You and mom always want to adopt all my my friends who yeah. have good parents. Yeah. I mean, uh, we we had uh, we had one of your friends a couple years ago come to the door and say yeah that their dad kicked them out of the house yeah and that was uh, that was a killer for me yeah. So, and, uh, we just said, well, you stay here for as long as you want. Yeah. And they, they worked it out within a day, but. Yeah. But I mean, that stuff's, stuff's real. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause anyway. Yeah. All right. Next song. Number four, song four. What do you got for us? Okay. Uh, okay. Let's try. going to try to redeem, redeem myself. I think that's probably going to be the thing that you uh, like least and probably maybe the only well, thing that you hate. Um, yeah. I queued these up and even when I queued that one up, I was like, oh dear Lord. <laughs> so I'm going to play someone who I would say we both like half of uh, his discography, but uh, I'm going to play Restless Year by Ezra Furman. All right, here we go. Restless Year from 2015. <laughs> Yeah. I like that one a lot. Right? That's dope. I I honestly like hadn't listened to that song that much. And I found it in my library when I was trying to pick an Ezra Furman song. And I was like, this song is awesome. 
is a then good song. Then did it want to make you just dive into all the Ezra Furman songs again? Yeah. Except for the half that I don't like. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you, you've always liked Ezra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, this, no most of the stuff you've played, to, I've liked it. Yeah. No connection to, to me, really. But uh, No, you didn't yeah. choose your name from Ezra Furman. No, but uh, yeah, he's, he's great. His stuff's awesome. Although one of the artists I played earlier, the Gin Blossoms, we did take your, your sister's name, Rita, from a Gin Blossom that song. That is true. That is definitely true. Yeah. Um, my next song, it's just because uh, I love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And Tom Petty, it's the only artist that I've that's past that's made me cry rock and peace rock and peace tom petty but this song is a great song it's called change of heart Do you like that? Uh, it's or is that old man music? I, don't, I just I don't I don't dig Tom Petty's voice. Uh, I, I you know what I I, as, I love Tom Petty's voice, but, but I, I understand I understand if you don't like it. Yeah. But he sings a lot of different ways too. He can do that little twangy thing. Then he can sing. His voice can be beautiful. At yeah, times like I don't too. think he's got like a bad voice. I just don't I don't love some of the mm-hmm. the choices. I get it. I'm, I, I understand. You get it. I disagree, it. but I understand. You got me. Okay. Uh, Let's see if I have anything else on my own list. I think you, are you out? No, no, no. I'm looking at my uh, my list of, oh, of questions. Yes, questions. Yes. To talk about. I'm asking you all these questions like I'm interviewing you. I know all the answers to these questions. Yeah. What uh, What are you studying currently? What is your major? Is it art um, history? You know, wait, you know the answer to this because I because I don't. <laughs> you don't really have a major yet. Uh, I thought I, I, I thought it was going to be art history. Yeah, and I think that's that's still still the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, I have a more like <laughs> explanation of like what I specifically want to study, but yeah. um, art history is a pretty good like at a family gathering. What what's your major kind of answer? Actually, at my family gathering, is the only thing that would sound good would be doctor. Yeah, but you know, I need some. Yeah, we have no doctors in the family. No. Um, Art history. Oh, what do you going to... Did your parents go to college? What, no, they did not. Yeah. No. Yeah. High school graduates. Yep. So, yeah. nothing wrong with that. No. But it's, just fu- it's funny when they want you to be a doctor. I know. Um, All right, what's yeah. your next tune? Uh, my next tune uh, is going to be uh, Higher by Girl Pool. From this year, 2019. Yeah. Tell me about Girl Pool. I have played Girl Pool on the show before in the episode where I played things that uh, for you to hate. And I played a song, and I think you did hate it. Um, Kyle was on that one, uh, and he said it sounded like they were playing toy instruments. But that was off of <laughs> their album from a couple years ago, and their sound has shifted significantly along with, uh, in addition to that, one of their members uh, transitioning. Um, so this was the first album where uh, that member, Cleo, 
uh, he had been on hormone therapy and had his voice is different. All right. Uh, so that was really cool for me was um, f- hearing what what his voice sounded like now as one of the vocalists in this duo. And the album title is weird. What chaos is imaginary? Uh, is it it's when chaos is imaginary? Oh, it came out. Well, I I had to purchase this song and it. Is so, it? Yeah. So it's what chaos is imaginary. Have I been? I've, I've, I do this before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What chaos is imaginary? Sorry. It's weird. doesn't roll off the tongue. Nope. Okay. Higher by Girlpool. I let you in. Come on, man. <laughs> Ready? No. no, not yet. I let you live like a payday of mine. No? Yeah. I just wanted to, I just really like that part of the song. I, I thought you wanted the, the F word to drop. No. I'm 18. Uh, it's but fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, maybe when we're we're in the car, I'll remind you of what their their old stuff sounds like. But okay. they're awesome because uh, their sound has shifted so much, and I love all of it. It's very cool. I did, I like that song again. Yeah. The only one I didn't like so far was AOK or whatever they're called. Inaco. Inaco. All right. Uh, the next song I'm gonna play is from 1986. It's from the band Pretenders. My favorite vocalist, Chrissy Hind. And this song is When I Change My Life. When I change my life There'll be no more disgrace The deeds of my past Will be erased And if you'll give me Thoughts? Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's not like yeah. my favorite thing, but I don't think it's bad. It's all just right. not for me. Cool. Yeah. There's one coming up you won't know you won't like, but oh, that's dear. okay. <laughs> Fun. That I know that I'm pretty sure you won't like. Okay. Cool. Next up. Uh next up for me mm-hmm. is going to be uh one way love. Um, which I, is uh, this artist, currently all their music is under the name Allison Weiss, uh, but they are releasing new music soon and um, they are currently going by just AW. So that's, that's just the deal. AW. Just AW. Just the initials AW. So. Okay, so. Yeah, so that's like. AW, it's not, it's not, it's not just AW. No, it's, it's AW. AW. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, okay, One Way Love from 2013 from the album Say What You Mean. Yep. All right, here we go. I like this. 
So your go-to music is upbeat pop rock music. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even say that necessarily, but that's what I picked for this show. Yeah, it seems like when you bring songs for the show, most of the time it's upbeat pop rock music. Okay. Uh, I want to give a, a I want to give a, a pro tip, a parental pro tip. Mm. This has nothing to do with teenagers or gender issues or anything like that. But here's my pro tip: when uh, when you have a little, when you have a kid, a little a little kid, infant, two, three years old maybe, and uh, and you're shopping, okay, like you're at Target, you're at the grocery store, and they're in the cart, and you're in you're in the uh, you're in the parking lot. Before you unload your groceries and the things you bought into your car, take your kid out of the cart first and put them in the car and buckle them in. It drives me crazy when people are unloading their groceries and the cart starts to drift and they grab it with their hand and the kids, I'm like, the kid, put the kid is your most precious cargo. Put that kid in his seat or her seat first you and then worry about the toilet paper and, and the hot dogs. You know, one time, mom had me in the cart and I rolled away. Okay. <laughs> Did she never tell you this? Uh, if, I, if I was told, uh, I forgot. Yeah. But that's, that's she my... She was unloading stuff and I was sitting in the cart and I uh, started to wiggle. All right. And yeah. then yeah. someone had someone ran and caught me. And caught you. Yeah. yeah. This, is a, this is an easy parenting pro tip, but I see it every day. People are putting their, yeah. their this things they purchased in there first before their child. That kid in the car. Stress. Don't yeah. Have a good nuts. idea in your head of what to do. This uh, this next song. I don't know if you like this. This is uh, I love it. It's from 2007. Nick Lowe. The album is called At My Age. This is the artist who sings the song I love, "Cruel, Cruel to Be Kind," that I sing all the time. Oh yeah. But this song is you called. You sing that all the time. I do sing it all the time. This song is called "People Change." Save your tears, you're gonna need them Because for certain, you're gonna be hurt If you don't get hip to a simple fact of life People change, that's the long and short of it Prepare yourself for it Or get big, people change all right, cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Lowe's great. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. All right, moving on to... Do you have any questions for me? Uh... No one asked me questions. I don't know. I don't know if I have any questions for you. All right. We'll move on. Uh, what's your next tune? Um, okay, so I am going to play... Uh, another Mal Blum song uh, called Things Still Left to Say, but there's a story with this song. Did we already tell this story on the episode that you and Rita and I did together? I feel like we alluded to it, but I don't actually think we told it, was why I put this here. Well, tell it again, because there's always new listeners coming and going. Yeah, so so, um, maybe we did. I'm sorry if we didn't. It's fine. Yeah, Uh, so basically, I uh, went to a Mal Blum show in... Brooklyn and before that show they tweeted out like hey oh, we definitely told the story oh tell it again out, don't worry about it out, like hey um if anyone wants to be in a music video uh you should uh you should basically like dm me um and I will let you know how you can do that if you're going to the Brooklyn show and I was and I was like heck yeah um and so 
I DM'd them and then I got an email uh, from the person who was directing the music video and it was a super secret link to this song before the song was out being like, trusting you, uh, this is a song, you're gonna need to lip sync to it like you're doing fake karaoke. Right. Um, and it was one of the wildest things I've ever done. So basically I, uh, uh, before the show, went back to the green room, which had a big green screen. And um, it was literally a green room. Yes. Uh, and they stabbed me in front of it. They gave me a mic uh, and they were like, okay, we're going to play the track. Pretend like you're doing karaoke. If you forget any of the words because you've only had the song for 24 hours, it's fine. You're doing fake karaoke. Okay. Just be goofy. And I said, because this was like very early, um, like the show wasn't going to start for another hour. I was like, am I the first person to do this? They were like, Mal was going to do it, but sound checks going along. <laughs> so yes. Um, and that was wild. Uh, and I did it in front of all these people and I danced and sang, which is never something I do, no. but it was super fun. Um, and so if you look at the music video for things still left to say, you my are in face it. is in it. Yeah. More than once, right? Twice? More than once, yeah. And I couldn't... Miles got a new album out. I know I played them last time. I'm playing two songs from them again. Yeah. But I really like their stuff, so... And again, this is also from their new album, Pity, Pity Boy. Boy. It's been out about two weeks. Yep. And did you did you meet Mal that day? Yeah, I did. I did. They they told me that everyone said I was great and that I was... That I, I knew all the words, which I did. Um, all right, good. Good for and you. I told them it was a great song. You're nothing yeah. but uh, prepared, for sure. So this is Things Still Left to Say. Yes. You're already how you hoped that it would come All the days and weeks unfolding as we buttoned up our coats Added home, what's a home? Another place you never go Another space nobody knows The things you do You're lip syncing the words as the song plays right now. Yeah, I know all the words now. I should have videotaped you. No. And put you in another video. Um, yeah, I really like this album. So good. It's really a good album. It's really tight. The uh, I'm making a change right now too because what I'm holding in my hand <laughs> is you bought me this. What tell the people what I'm he holding? He's currently holding a metal water bottle with uh, the Batman insignia engraved on it. And you bought me this for Father's Day. For Father's because Day. Because why? You had a horrible Dasani water bottle habit where we would always have Dasani water bottles cases in the fridge. Cases of it. Cases of it. And you just said, like, you were like, it, it just tastes better. I'm like, why doesn't this man have a reusable water bottle? He is in his 50s. I forget how old you are. 55. Um, he's 55. Um, and uh, so I, I got you one. Yeah. And, like, the 55-year-old adult man that you are it has Batman on it so that but, you will use it. But I still couldn't. I couldn't put tap water in it, and no, even the water that com- even the water that comes out of our fridge, with the front of the fridge, which is filtered, still just doesn't taste as yeah, crisp and clear. Uh, clean. had the best. Yeah, taste. yeah, I like the taste. So uh, now this is where I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pitch a, a product, which I'm g- not getting anything from this. Mm. I bought the pure, uh, not pure. Sorry, I bought the zero water pitcher. Yes, we have and, a fancy water pitcher now. Yes, and that thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. The water, when it goes through, the, first of all, 
the the whole picture is a filter. It's a gigantic filter. So yeah. of course it's 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 cleaning out all the impurities, but it tastes uh, right on par with my Dasani. So now yeah. I'm uh, now I'm yeah. fully on board with not uh, killing the environment yeah. with all the plastic. Even though we would recycle, but still, yeah, I don't know what I happens. have two. I have two plastic waters. You have two plastic waters in front of you. How so. dare you to uh, yell at me? Yes. All right. My next song is, and this is the one I don't think you're going to like. I probably shouldn't have said that because now you're going to be predetermined not to like it. Mm. I've been on a crazy Jefferson Starship kick. I've been listening to Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and Starship. What are these words that you're saying? It's a band in the 60s. They were Jefferson Airplane, kind of like a hippie band. Then in the 70s, 80s, they became uh, Jefferson Starship, more of a hard pop rock band. And then... In the late 80s, they dropped the Jefferson, they became Starship, and they were like a really like uh, just poppier, rockier, radio-friendly 80s band. Very dumb naming conventions. Yeah. But this is from 1982. I love this song so much, you're not going to like it. But it's called Winds of Change. cool yeah no that's fun i don't think i'd listen to it like on every day but like yeah. no that's fun if i if i heard that in like a movie for like it like i'd be like yeah this rocks when when grace slick sings full out like that i just love it so much yeah, it's, it's, good. it's so cool i yeah. would love see that's someone i would love to get on the show i think she lives out here Come in malibu but she's i think she's like 78 or 79 years old Show. I don't know. I think she's totally retired. Like I think, don't yeah. think she wants to talk to anyone at all. I don't even know how to get a hold of her, but I'm going to try. Yeah. Maybe I could get a hold of her through her daughter, China. Maybe. I would love it. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's awesome. You have one more song. One more song. Then I'm going to play one more song. Then we'll do a little promoting. Yeah. And then we agreed on what the playout song would be, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. I totally forget what we agreed on, but. You'll sure. know when I say it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I also played this artist last time I was on the podcast, but they, uh, she is a new artist. Um, I think her music's great. She's got two EPs right now coming out and a new album coming out at some point. I don't think she's announced when yet, but I know that it's in the works. Um, and I just think she's great and she's young and she's unsigned. And I just want everyone to listen to her, listen to Left at London. And this song is called I Split My Ribs Open. Split My Ribs Open. I don't recommend that. No. Here we go. I 
like that. Yeah. That's cool. I, I joke for that. She's really good. That I is just, cool. Yeah, she's like one of my favorite artists right now. And that's Left at London. Left at London. And the EP is called Transgender Street Legend Volume 1. Yes. It's an EP. Yes. Before I play my last song, I need to give apologies to Carol King, Greg Kinband, and Journey. Carol King, a song called Changes from the Welcome Home album. Oh, that's a good uh, song. You know the song Changes by yeah. Carol King? Yeah. How do you know that? Because I, like, I don't mind Carol King. I like Carol King. All right. I've heard that song before. Do you want me to play that then instead of In Excess? No, I don't, I don't care what you play. All right. Uh, the other song was Small Change by the Greg Kin Band from Glass House Rock from 1980 and Change for the Better by Journey from 2008's Revelation. But I'm going to play, I'm going to play the song by In Excess. I, I think this is one of the top three greatest In Excess songs. This is Don't Change. put things in the context of like if a friend were playing this in the car would i like be like ah oh, this or would i be like yeah i can <laughs> i can sit in the car to this all right and uh, that's in the like yeah i could sit in the car to this camp that's another rock and peace because that singer has passed away for many many years michael hutchins mm-hmm. rock and peace michael hutchins all right let's uh let's do some promoting first of all cool. Do you want people to follow you on Twitter? I don't mind if people follow me on Twitter. Just don't at? be weird because I will block you. All right. Don't be weird, people. Who is, uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, I am at Ezra Ray. There's an extra A at the end of Ezra. It is E-Z-R-A-A-R-A-E. Tweet at, at Ezra Ray without that extra A and tell them to give me my Twitter handle. <laughs> why, <laughs> but why the extra A? Why didn't you use like an underscore? Because I think those are ugly. I'm at Pat underscore Francis, or as yeah. you would say, Pat Ugly Francis. It's ugly. I don't like the way that looks. Uh, you also have a podcast. I do have a podcast of my own. Called Sincerely Queerly. It is called with Sincerely Mel. Queerly with Mel, my girlfriend. Uh, we have a podcast that we try to do monthly. At the end of every month, we upload an episode of Sincerely Queerly. It is a podcast that I do with my girlfriend, Mel. Uh, we talk about... Um, uh, our relationship. We talk about stuff we like. We talk about um, uh, media that we're enjoying that no one's thought about in like five years. Uh, and sometimes uh, we also talk about uh, like LGBT issues. And we have a podcast that will be going up a few days from when we're recording this. It will definitely be up by the time this episode is up. Yeah, this drops this Thursday. So yeah. yours, yours will be out this week too. Yes. So look um, for that. Yeah, and that... Uh, episode actually kind of complements this because that episode is also all about top surgery more from the perspective of uh me and Melis uh 
a couple, a couple and uh, with Mel taking care of me and, and just general stuff that gets into uh, more details about uh, like how I did this through insurance and what exactly recovery was like. Right. Uh, less of an overview than we've given. But, gotcha. You know, if any, if anyone's listening to this, who is interested in that stuff, hop over that. there. We also have episodes that aren't about surgery where sure. we just goof. So, yeah. <laughs> and where is, uh, and you have a Twitter handle for we do, sincerely queerly. We do. It mostly is just for episode updates. Um, but that is, uh, at S queerly. Um, is it pod? Sorry. I have to figure out. What That's okay. Uh, oh, gotta figure out what the handle is. Yes. It's at S queerly pod on Twitter. And Mel also has a Twitter handle. Should we give that? Sure. I'll give my girlfriend's Twitter handle that I definitely know. I don't not know my girlfriend's Twitter handle. That would make me just, a really bad partner. Is it just Mel Sig? S-I-E-G? I don't know if it's... Some of her stuff is the Mel Sig. Her, her Twitter is the Mel Sig. T-H-E-M-E-L-S-I-G. S-I-G. S-I-G. Because her last name's Signor. Signor. So, uh... Again, we're I'm at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Yep. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see Kyle in less than a month for He's his getting wedding. Married. Getting married in Brooklyn. Yeah, we're miss all going Kyle. There. Miss Kyle on the we pod. We do miss Kyle on the pod. Might might uh, rock in peace, Kyle. <laughs> I think someone else made that joke already too. <laughs> Darn um, it. What is my last parting thought? So the the, the playout song is David Bowie changes. Yeah, because you like Bowie and I, I like do. Bowie. We both like Bowie, so we I cleared that with you from Hunky Dory. It's the 2015 remaster version. Yep. And uh, I love Hunky Dory. That's my favorite David Bowie album. Mm-hmm. If I have to pick one, my parting thought is, as far as uh, pride goes, I am very proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of the person that you are becoming and continue to become. Even though I call the cat my son. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna get uh, that's gonna get you in trouble. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, I, I I'm very you're, you're intelligent. You are a good student. You care about other people. You you're conscious of uh, of just world issues, and uh, and that's great. I mean, that's I can't. I don't know what else I could ask for, you know, and, and your you. sister's like that too. But, uh, thank you for being here and thank you for talking about all this stuff. Thanks. It's really thank, cool. Thanks for doing this. this we didn't talk cool. the whole way down here in the car. We remained silent the whole time. <laughs> I was just, I was just tired. We were just both tired. Yeah. But I just said no talking until we get to the thing, but yeah. I was joking. But, uh, what I do want to tell people is parents out there, your number one job as a parent is to love and support your children for who they were born to be. So let's, uh, let's do that. And did you just burp after my nice thing? <laughs> yeah. Let's get on board and do that, people. Yes. Okay? It's no, time. But seriously, yes. It's time. Mm-hmm. All right. Love you very much. Love you too. Also, can I, is daughter still a term I can say? Um, I. Because I do still say that, yeah. my daughters. Sometimes I prefer, I prefer not, but like. What do I say then? I'm, yeah, like I get that everything else sounds very clinical and I don't yeah. really. Here's the, I would never call myself your daughter. I would call myself your kid or your child. Okay. But that's, words like that are more about your relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And so, and less about anything, any of my say in it. And, right. you know, I'm 18. Like, it's weird to call me your kid. So, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm. My your, adult. Your, okay. 
<laughs> your offspring. Your offspring. And then what I'm about si- what about sister? What happens with Rita, that? Rita calls me uh, her sibling. I just your sibling. I let I did the same thing with Rita where I was like, you know, you know, if you still want to call me your sister, that's fine. But then one day she was like, would you rather I called you my sibling? And it's I think that also helps when she's uh, talking about me to other people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Rita actually calls me her sibling most of the time. Yeah. You know what? Now that you say that, that's yeah. what she does. Yeah. All right. I'll try to get on board with that. Um, but okay. Thank you for being here. Thank yeah. you for talking about all this stuff. I think it's, I, I actually think it'll be helpful to, uh, like I, I said, too. to other, um, to other parents or mm-hmm. households yeah. that are, are going through this. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's just life people. Yeah. Trans Changes. Rights. Trans rights. So let's listen to Changes by David Bowie. Rock and peace, David Bowie. Thank you, Ezra. Thank you, Papa. (laughs) No. I call you Papa. No. Still don't know what I was waiting for And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse Of how the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes the strain to change wanna be a richer man it's gonna have to be a different man that may change me but I can't trace But never leave the stream of warm and permanent sand So the days float through my eyes But still the days seem the same And these children that you spit on as they Try to change their worlds Are immune to your consultations They're quite aware of what they're going through Changes Turn and face the strange Ch-ch-changes Don't tell them to grow up and out of it Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange Ch-ch-changes Where's your shame you've left us up to her land? 